from the Los Angeles Underground. It's time for your new favorite podcast, The Superiority Complex. It's like honey in your ear holes. Welcome back to the podcast. If we were on a lifeboat, it would be filled to capacity. Billy Zane would not have a seat, if you know what I'm saying. Hmm. Uh, how did I even remember I thought, that? I've seen that movie I one you were time. Say we'd all be dead. I've I've seen that movie one time. Uh, you we, love it. I'm about to say he got it at home right now. Yeah. I know it's funny. I do not own that movie. Mario said, "Is that the Phantom trying to get into the lifeboat?" That's right. <laughs> I'm the only one that knows the Phantom. That's, that's a joke. Off? That's a that's a joke for two people. <laughs> hey. That's the Demon Knight trying to get into the boat. Hey, there you go. Hey, slam evil, slam evil. That was that was the shadow nose. That was no. That's Alec Baldwin. I know. <laughs> That's Orson Welles. Hey, that's weird. Orson Welles and Alec Baldwin played the same character. Hey, and the shadow was mentioned in uh, the movie we watched this week. That's right. It was. The spirit, too. Yeah. 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 (laughs) You know he's a connoisseur (laughs) if he's (laughs) bringing out spirit comics. On the show today, you've already heard the the melodious tones of a John Sandy. You've heard uh, Justine, who you have not heard. You heard Brent from the Home Video Hustle making a special appearance. Of course, along with Brent, you know who you know who you're gonna get if you get Brent. You're gonna get Jake. How's it going, Jake? <laughs> How's it going, everybody? How we doing, How's Jake? If you get Jake, doing you Brett. get Patrick. Hi. And of course, Anita. Hi, Anita. Hi. How's it going? Are you working right now, Anita? I am. I would call it more drowning. <laughs> Doggy paddling through work could be a better. Wow. Okay. Well, if we don't hear from you, we'll know why because you're. Yes. You're working hard, so we don't want to interrupt you. But we he also needs to be in that lifeboat. But we also want to interrupt you. <laughs> okay, so we're going to be asking you a lot of questions, an inordinate amount of questions today, to distract you from work. Okay. Love it. Because that does not sound like an ideal situation. No. We're here to help you. <laughs> uh, someone who's not drowning at work because they're on sabbatical, like some kind of uh, newspaper cartoonist. Uh, <laughs> My best friend since the seventh grade. Also mentioned in the show in the movie this week, Mad Magazine, which was mm. the basis of our friendship. Uh, Mr. Hiddish Patel, how you doing, buddy? Doing all right, man. How's everyone doing? We're all pumped, man. You bonded over Mad Magazine. That's beautiful. He showed up at our school at reading time, and uh, Mrs. Dwight said, "Do you have? Does anyone have anything uh, our friend can read?" And I said, "Yeah." And I opened up my locker full of Mad Magazines, and I handed them. I thought you were going to say, "Full of Playboy." Well, he just did. He did. Uh, he did do the back cover, so that that's almost like a Playboy. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. The fold in, not the fold out, but the fold in. Yeah, yeah. That's how we became friends. It was over a Mad uh, Mad Magazine. Always carry a spare Mad Magazine, kids. That's beautiful. Wow. I remember that. Is that the lesson? <laughs> you remember that? What is? Uh, I said I remember the Mad Magazine, but I remember we used to do, and this is obviously way back when we do like these choose your own adventure things. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it, one person would like. It was always, know, I guess, it was always zombies. It was D and D, but we didn't have a game. It was just one of us being like the, I guess, the dungeon master, and you'd be like, okay, you're in a mall. 
and zombies are coming in. What do you do? Okay, I'd run in this store. Nope, you can't get in there. It's locked. Okay, no, then I go here. And we would just do that for hours and hours. Somehow, I was like Michael Scott with the FBI. It always ended up being zombies. That's what it was. It was always a zombie. That's yeah, what it this was. Is, this is my answer to what did you do before the internet? That's it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, You had to get creative. Right. You had to think of adventures. Right. Yeah, right, right. It wasn't passive. You had to get involved. We'd literally be yeah. on the on the basketball court at school, like shooting, like playing a horse, and then do. But at the same time, going, nope, you can't get in that door, man. It's locked. Well, how's mm. it go? Okay, I'll go this way. Nope, can't go that way. This all- there, there would always be a convenient Huey helicopter yes! somewhere around that's for you right. to jump into. Yeah, that's it's right. yeah. great. You can make it out at least. Yeah. Uh, back in those A team days, I think that was that pre A team. I think it was. No. no. no that, that was like right around the 18, like 83. That's probably 84. why. That's why Huey Helicopter, Mad Dog Murdoch. Man, that took me back. I forgot about that. Wow. I forgot we used to do that. <laughs> and then and then it, to get the other person to stop you, you'd have to give him milk full of uh, tranquilizers. <laughs> you, can't, you can't jump on this helicopter until you give Dax some milk. <laughs> That's right. Uh, the old Mr. Like, T trick. Like, like that guy we used to be our BA Baracus. Do <laughs> you think, I mean, calm him down. You don't think calm Mr. T down. got insulted that he, they, that he was dumb enough to fall for that every week? You don't think that, that <laughs> Mr. T eventually put that in his contract that he shouldn't it, be the one? It, it, it depends on how big the paycheck was. He got paid. He did not he got give a shit. He got to wear all his uh, necklaces. He was fine. And necklaces and overalls. And there was always a scene in every one where he was welding something. There was always a Mr. <laughs> T welding something scene. Always. That was a great show when you're seven or however old. <laughs> seventh grade. We're in seventh grade, I guess. Can you? How good? Because of- it's, uh, it's like Mission Impossible, only it's really basic. You don't need Barney. You know, you just need <laughs> you need Willie and a couple other guys. You know? Yeah, it's uh, and there, imagine what a what a marksman you have to be to miss with every shot. That's actually <laughs> not kill one no, person. That's tough. What I liked about those eighties action TV shows is that they always use the they reused like little video clips all the time, like in Knight Rider. When he when when David Hasselhoff would hit like the turbo boost, the same sequence of events would mm-hmm. like show up for like yeah, you know, fill in ten baby. seconds of time. Right. <laughs> Save money. Good. Save money. That's just like um they did that with uh, Battlestar Galactica like in the two thousands, like the reboot, the launch sequence, the same as the seventies. The, the launch was sequence was always the yeah. same. You know, you'd be like, Oh yeah, we're saving money. <laughs> the show has to run five years. We're saving money wherever we can. Yeah, this is just like back in the day when these kids watching Power Rangers. Whenever they got the Megazord, it was always the same clips, and we would get just as hype every week as kids. Man, I ain't care. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, so cool as hell. On, on that note, I heard something, and I don't know if it's true or not, but they were saying the latest uh, Marvel uh, series, Secret Invasion, was about twenty million per episode. Gee, that's Whoa. a waste of money. And it's been what it's been rated the least popular, right? Everyone pretty much hates it, right? I gave it three out of ten. Yeah, it's it's pretty weak, but I was like surprised. I'm like, oh my goodness, has inflation really hit us that hard that twenty million per episode? It's a hundred. I wonder how much of that is Samuel. I wonder how much of that is Samuel L. Jackson's uh, paycheck. Yeah. 
because it well, wasn't how, on the imagine, screen. Imagine how much money they're getting from Disney Plus. Mm. Mm-hmm. Millions of people, they're getting millions and millions of dollars every month. So it's like, oh, well. Hmm. And they just raised the price. 20 millions a drop in the bucket. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. It's like 35 minutes per episode, too. I'm like, mm-hmm. wow. At least there's no stock footage, I guess. So I see where the money's going. <laughs> I, I, they, are, they are not using the old stock footage of the car going down the street. I didn't watch it yet. Is it not is it not good? Brett, you give it three? Yeah, out of ten. I didn't care. Forty was one of them things where it just became like an obligation. I remember because Anita's doing that since tomorrow when I'm gonna watch that stuff with her. And I remember on Wednesday, one of those weeks, so I was like, Hey, you wanna watch Secret Invasion? She just kinda looked at me and was like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, watching it the next day. I was telling her it's kind of like reminiscent of the Kenobi thing where Fans actually took the Kenobi show and edited it into like a two-hour or ten-minute thing, and that's exactly what they should have did. With it should have just been like a Disney Plus feature, Mo- feature um, movie. just spreading it out. Right. Yeah. Oh, still would have probably sucked, but it wouldn't have sucked as much. Obi Wan had a lot of padding in it. There was a lot of padding in that. Secret Invasion yeah. does too. It feels like I, was, I think I wrote in my review. It feels like a, sp- a spy thriller with no thrills. Is what oh, I'm yeah. <laughs> it's like the a Tom Clancy. Who like Tom Clancy? My baby say. No, I was just going to say the first three episodes were good, and then you felt like it was painting itself into a corner, and it just mm-hmm. fizzled out at the end. Mm-hmm. That was my the thoughts. The ending was bad, man. You want to talk about where some money went? That CG in that final battle, that was bad, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's too bad Nick Fury finally gets his own show, and they d- drop the ball. It's too bad. It's boring, Rest. It's boring. <laughs> mm, I guess I'll skip it. I was on the fence, but so many people are Saying it's so awful, uh, I'll skip it. I saw, I heard, I, I didn't see it, but I heard there's a preview for Loki season two. Is anybody gonna return? Is anybody gonna be returning to that? I never saw season the first. two or three. Two. 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 two, two, damn, that was a long season one. It just felt long, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna watch it. Is it finished? Or do they have is the actor strike gonna screw it up? No, it's it's really it's, they've released a trailer already. It's coming out. Okay. They got they in probably, under the wire. They probably may they probably filmed both seasons back to back or something. I'll tell mm. you what they I hope they mm. film back to back. And I was talking to John about this on the phone the other day. Uh they pushed back uh across the Spider-Verse part two. And I am mm-hmm. um, I was like, I thought that was just done and they broke it up. So apparently they still had work to do on it. Yeah, uh, at least some voice work or whatever, because that's not coming out now. I, I thought sucks. that got pushed out a year. Oh, they said man. indefinitely. Yeah, yeah it's nowhere that near sucks. Boo! <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to get Is on the picket line now. Get out yeah. there! Yeah, you'd think that would you'd think that would be bulletproof because it's a, the the animators aren't on strike, but I guess the, there's still voice work that'd be done. I guess right. Mm. Yep. That's a bummer. <laughs> Yep, everything's on a standstill right now in the movie industry. It's so funny because my kid was like, there's just no way it's going to come out in like a year. And I'm giving her the old Return of the Jedi going, look, we waited three years to find out what happened to Han Solo. You have a few months to wait. It's not. She's like, no, I, I just know it's not going to come out. I'm like, what could happen? And then, <laughs> boom. Yeah, like, yeah, so I feel like I'm part, partly the blame for that. Strike. Yeah. Thankfully, the artists are covered because they have their own union. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah man, support uh, uh, pay these people, man. Pay them. We're, look how much right. you, you look how many. You know what? Whether you and I don't want to get on a soapbox, but we all 
benefit from entertainment, right? All of us, everybody, whether you think TV yeah. is, and movies are shit or not, you benefit from it, right? Yeah. We do a whole podcast about it. We do a whole it. podcast about it, right? Otherwise, Hiddish and I would be talking about uh, Choose Your Own Adventure, doing a, putting that out as a podcast. <laughs> your own secret invasion. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, you're walking around the corner and a scroll comes by. Is that a thing? A scroll? Am I right? Yeah, scroll. Right. yeah, scroll. And what's the other? I one? know. I always feel like I'm pronouncing it wrong. Is it scroll? Is it is it crawl or is it scroll? It crawl is, is just, it crawler? Crawl is it, crawl is a, is a piece of shit movie from the early eighties. <laughs> so it's scroll. Scroll yeah. with an S. Yeah, yeah. scroll. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Uh, yeah, I saw the preview for uh, I saw the preview for Loki, and I was kind of shocked too, John. I thought I thought I didn't hear anything about them that being in production, so I'm I'm kind of surprised. I'll tell you what sucked, and it was a waste of money. Mm-hmm. Avengers Campus at Disney's California Adventure. Wow. Oh yeah, it's oh, yeah. all that space with nothing fucking in it. I could I can't believe they tore out Bugs Land, which was the only properly themed part of that park from the beginning. And was fun. And remember had- that it was like at Universal when they did "Honey, I Shrunk the Kids." Yes, was yes. And you are big. I loved it. Little. Yeah, super cool. It was. I loved it, and and also it was for something actually cool for little kids. You know, there's not much there for little kids anymore. You know, right? Yeah, the, it was. A, it was like the only shady part in Disney's California <laughs> Adventure, and they tore it all out and put Avengers Campus. And it's dude. There's a Quinjet on a building, and I didn't see the little Spider-Man show. But uh, it was just like, wow, this is all just basically, there's just shops here, and there's really nothing. The Spider-Man show is stupid, but. <laughs> the robot Spider-Man? But it's a robot. They shoot a, they catapult a robot into the air. That's cool. It's the last Mario, that, that, that picture you sent me of the art, of the streamlined modern popcorn stand, was that the Avengers campus? No, that's, that? Uh, that was Hollywood Boulevard. Okay, that's what I thought, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, no. Um, yeah, it was uh, what a waste of space. Well, and I believe they're gonna put in that stupid Roger show, right? Oh, that's going in What's where that? that's where they that's where they uh, Hyperion. That's going in, yeah, where where Frozen was. What is it? The Roger show? Rogers, the musical. The Rogers, the musical. Oh, stupid. America's ass from uh, from uh, oh from okay. Hawkeye. Oh, I'm drawing a blank. I guess I didn't. See the Hawkeye TV oh, that's show. that's an actual thing. Yeah, they they yeah. so they took the show that's in in Hawkeye and made it into Jeez. a stage show. Okay, that was so funny the, in the show. I've heard not. it's great. I've heard it's good. <laughs> Anything's okay. better than Frozen. Just get Frozen out of there. <laughs> they Anything. have you can watch it on YouTube. The show. Can you? Right. Yeah, because hmm. I believe I don't know which Disneyland it is that already has it. it. Might be Paris, but they're already showing it. Oh yeah, it's at uh, mm-hmm. it's at. Uh, California Adventure now. <laughs> What's wrong? Why, why are you making that face? We could have better shows. What do you want? Let me hear what you want. Why don't they move Let me, let me hear what you want, and I'll tell oh, you why it's they shit. They have it by Toontown, and it only shows sometimes when they can have it in there. What, Lion King? We want the Aladdin show back. That's all we want. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, is that building still there? Was there, was there like an Aladdin restaurant? Is that still sitting there abandoned? Or? That was next to the Jungle Cruise. Oh, right, right, right. Was that a restaurant or was that a floor show? It was both. The Golden Horseshoe? No, mm. that's over by Frontierland. What are you talking about? 
The Aladdin uh, restaurant that was next to the Jungle Cruise. Between the Jungle the Cruise River and the Tiki runs Room. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's the Tropical Hideaway. Okay. Right now. God, don't make me explain Disneyland to you guys. I hate Disneyland. <laughs> but you were you yeah. You sent me those. You sent me those pictures. I'm like, oh, I guess Mario's there. He's like, <laughs> I got signed I in. I got signed in. To, I love it. I love it. I got signed in. I got signed in to support a friend of mine who wanted to go with his wife and his best friend, and uh, he wasn't going to have. He had his babies with him, and it was just going to be him by himself. So I said, I will go with you, uh, but I won't have a good time. And I stuck to my. <laughs> Did you go on the Spider-Man ride? I did go on the Spider-Man ride. Did you buy like the uh, the premium gun or whatever the web spinner or whatever no. it was? No, no, no. Did you upgrade? I got to, the like, highest. A, I got the highest score in my cart in my little car. I got the highest score because I've been doing this my whole life. All right, <laughs> fifty years old. I've been doing this since the old Spider-Man. See, you love Disneyland. God damn it, you love Disneyland. No, 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 no. I hate, I hate, I hate Disney adults. I hate crowds. I hate heat. Oh God, how hot was it? Jesus, uh, I hate overpaying for anything. Uh, mm. So I hate. I just hate it. I hate it. You hate a 50, You hate a fifteen dollar corn dog. And uh... speaking of which, I paid twenty five dollars for a Philly cheesesteak at Dodger Stadium last night. Dear Lord, twenty five. Oh, Dollars. See, they're as bad as Disneyland. They've priced themselves out. Your average working class family can not now not go get a meal at Dodger Stadium. Oh, it's true. It's true. They are the most expensive park in uh, for food and drink at. Uh, in the, they just in, don't give a fuck. It's like, well, if you can't afford it, don't come. Well, you know what it they is. Every care. year, like, they, every year they make the playoffs. They're like, hey, guess what? You're you're paying for yeah. a champ. You're paying to see a potential championship every year. So, uh, Justine, you had a question. Are you going to the Kobe Bryant jersey? That is, I think that's a separate night. You have to pay a separate package to get the jersey. What day is it? I believe it's this Friday. No, it's in September. I thought it was coming up. It wasn't on 824? Was it? (laughs) That's Kobe Bryant day. That's true. It is Kobe Bryant day. Um, today is Filipino Heritage Night. There you go. Get out there, Justine. <laughs> I guess Justine. That's what I think it Justine is. was alluding to. You have to pay a separate ticket for that. Right. The Kobe jersey, I don't know. I, I'll try to go to that. And then I'll give Hiddish my extra jersey. Jumps up really high. I gave you the Lakers. You have the Lakers Dodgers one, right, Hiddish? I gave you that to you, yep. right? A purple and gold Dodgers. Yes. Jersey. I got that mess. Yes. Someone gave it to me. Yes. I found a taker for our San Diego straw hats if we get them. No, we're we're gonna get them. What are you talking San about? San Diego straw hats. Yeah, we're gonna go to the Padre. We're gonna go see the Padres at Pedco Park. Play our Dodgers, mm. our beloved Dodgers. <laughs> Our biggest Their con- mascot doesn't even wear a hat. Our biggest concern is where we can get shade, aside from the shade that's going to be thrown at us from the fans at San Diego. Mm. <laughs> yeah, today today is Filipino Heritage Night. Mm. I'm looking for the Kobe Bryant day. Hang on. He's checking it out. we got to take Anita Me- and uh, Brent to a game. For sure. August 15th is Mexican Heritage Night. Yes! That's what I'm August seventeenth is Korean Heritage Night. All of these have a jersey involved. You get it. I got. Yeah. I got news. My, for you. I my, got. Um, 
Go ahead, just sing. My brother-in-law just sang at the Dodger Stadium. Yeah. What's yeah, they no did kidding. it for a uh, Hawaiian night. Oh, like nice. He, hmm. They held off on paying because I guess the system, the Dodger Stadium got hacked. So they didn't yeah. pay any of their workers for like a month, I believe. Ooh, Christ. But they haven't got paid yet for singing. When they were there. Well, guess but what? But they did give them a video of him, of them when they were there. Mm. Hey, look, they did it for pride. And uh, God bless them. God knows the Dodgers need the money. So, uh, you know. September 1st. Is it September 1st? September 1st. Lakers night. You get the Kobe Bryant jersey. Eight on the front, 24 on the back. How much? um, The prices went up because I know my sister got her tickets for. uh, Do you remember how much it was, Patrick? Mm Mm-mm. 44 or 24, something like that. And it just jumped. <sighs> Hello well, Kitty on Thursday. Yeah, Hello Kitty night, bro. I got. Are that. you shitting me? <laughs> They've been doing that for years. They've yeah. been doing Hello, Hello Kitty, Kitty night. Really? Yeah. Hello Kitty night at Dodger Stadium. <laughs> one of the yeah, best. Yeah. One... yeah, you get a, you get a bobblehead. Yeah, you get a Hello Kitty bobblehead. A little plushy. I have a little plushy. My wife has. I have a Hello Kitty my wife plushy. has. A, I think we have a blanket too. Uh, I remember one night. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, it is, there he is. He's presenting. Oh, it's so cute. I'm so It's Which weird that it your says. Favorite Hello it's Kitty weird. Character. It's weird. That, uh, it, that's, <laughs> that's Karo Karo Karopi. Thank you. Um, Karopi? I like that it says Hiddish Patel presenting. Hiddish Patel presenting. That that makes me kind of one night. I know. You have to avert your. Not want to look at the screen. <laughs> He's presenting. Uh, Hiddish also properly got out of that and didn't kick himself off of the show. That wasn't. Well, how about that? <laughs> that's not what that's happened. What that's not what happened, dickhead. Right <laughs> that's not what happened. That <laughs> uh, show's off to a great start. <laughs> what did I say in my text? I love that. As a matter of fact, I just got an alert. I just got an alert right now that my internet is slowing down. Uh, my internet. Yeah, has been I spotting. love that. that- <laughs> That's not what happened, dickheads. <laughs> I love if somebody just like I love somebody just <laughs> comes in the middle. It's like, oh. uh, Hiddish Patel was presenting. He's no longer presenting. Uh, it's like a nature documentary. Up in this piece. It's all over. Uh, what, was it, what were we talking about Marlon before? Perkins. We were talking about before Kobe. Yeah, oh no, I was saying I pay. Yeah, Dodger Stadium has the highest prices for uh, concessions out of any of the parks. No. It's, Things you used to be able to do, just take the family, you know, 20, 30 years ago, take the family to Disneyland, go to Dodger Stadium. It was in, it was within the budget of most families. It is no longer in the budget of your average family. I can test that statement. I've Uh, been to Oracle Park. No, there were people on, there were, there were Dodger fans. I'll show you, I'll send you the link. Uh, I'm just saying, I've I've paid more for a beer at Oracle Park than Dodger Stadium. How much? Ah. Did you pay for your beer? Ah. Yeah, I can get a Michelada for twenty dollars at Dodger Stadium. I don't get a Michelada uh, at Oracle Park, but a regular beer is twenty bucks. So mm. unbelievable! Okay. That's my. Where does it end? You, you, you always say, "Where does it end?" Uh, <laughs> it doesn't. 
It doesn't. No, it really doesn't, because I know we were saying that with gas. You know, gee, a buck for gas, where does it end? Well, I'll tell you where it ends. <laughs> it ends at $5 a gallon, $7 for gas. You know, the, the, the thing that these stadiums now say is that you're allowed to bring in your own food if you'd like. Right. Oh, Is that true? And, and, that's, and that's how they get around it. Like, I've got a clear plastic huh. bag, and you're allowed to, like, bring in, like, last time I had gone, I think I'd gotten, like, some foot-long Subway sandwiches. I put, like, three mm. of them in there. I put in some bottled water, and I walked in with that. And Disneyland, Disneyland lets you do that now. They used to make you sit yeah. out and have a picnic. And that's how they get around the whole a-holery of charging you so much. Well, you could have brought your own food. <laughs> right. Yeah, you could sherpa your own supplies for one. Here's a soda for $15. <laughs> sherpa. Oh, my God. Uh, You're yeah. still laughing at a-holery. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, I paid, yeah, I paid 25 bucks for that uh, Philly. Uh, Jesus. Was it at least good? Gold. It was okay. It was okay. It was, you know. Dodger Stadium, I'm not going to lie. And, I, you know, ever since Farmer John pulled out, no pun intended, um, <laughs> pun in the pun Dodger Dogs are intended. The Dodger Dogs vary in quality. So I've been going to other concessions in the, in the, in the, uh, there's like a they have a uh, like a uh, kind of like a rip off Chick Fil A. It's called Sweet Chick. That's okay. That's all right. Mm. Mm-hmm. They have like California Pizza Kitchen. You were talking about the Shake Shack before too, right? Right. And I've, I've from what people have told me is it's exactly what you get at a regular Shake Shack. So for about the same price, it's like mm. yeah, you know. So you know, mm. but I got to see quality on the field, and that's what I go there to see. I saw Mookie Betts there hit a home run. <laughs> I saw Kike Hernandez trip uh, a double and clear the bases. So I got my money's worth, which was nothing because it was my, it was my cousin's ticket. So he he he, mm. he gave me the ticket. So I, I, I you know so to me the food and all that I'm just like I'm willing to pay it because I didn't pay money to get in, you know. So I'll buy my cousin mm. a beer. Thanks for driving. Oh, thanks for driving, bro. Yeah. You know. Thanks it's, for parking, thanks for driving, right. and thanks for the ticket. Right. Look at you, man. Right. <laughs> right, dude. And I, and he takes That's the way to do so it. He like, takes me at least once a month. He takes the whole family. He's so generous with his tickets, man. So I will buy him whatever he wants, man. You wanna and then yesterday when you saw the hat I got, he's like, Oh, I get thirty percent off with my uh with my uh my season seats. Ah. So here, let me scan my uh scan my code. So, you know, he got me thirty percent off on my hat. I said, get whatever you want. You want a baseball? You want a hat? You want a, what do you want? What do you want? A Hello Kitty? Wow. What do you want? That's a cool a, guy. You want a, <laughs> That's your cousin? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's a good egg. That's cool. What a, a cool good, guy. He's a good egg. Uh, anyway, back to, uh, we had Dodger talk last week with Hiddish, and uh, I, if you listen to that show, Hiddish has put a curse on the Dodgers that cannot be lived. <laughs> <laughs> like a literal, a literal. He, he pretty much just said, ah, they're going to win the division, no Dude. problem. And then we just, Dude, injuries okay. mounted. We're going to digress for 30 seconds, dude. Last night, Lance Lynn <laughs> and Kike Hernandez were the Max Serger, Trey Turner of two years ago. That's true. That's All true. right? You got you got total value out of that I game. did. That was good. I You know what? Look, Lance Lynn is not going to. No curses. He's not going to impress anybody. <laughs> Who is who wants the the new and shiny, or wants you know what I mean? But he he, he ate up seven innings, and he uh, he ate up seven innings, and he 
Only gave up three solo shots. I'll take that. All I all I care is that he doesn't walk into the playoffs and say, I got a dead arm and then not right. play. With his weird eyes. So, Listen, Bowie eyes. Yeah. You get out there and you pitch your ass off. You understand me? Hey, that gives so me an idea for a song. Having a blue eye and a brown eye. Hey, listen. <laughs> He's got some, David Bowie eyes. Some, most people have at least one of those things. Hey, how you doing? Yes, hey, sir. Hey, <laughs> 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 All right, here we go. Uh, Justine, how was the Barbie movie? It was great. Loved it. Justine, do me a favor. Don't come in with so much energy. You really, you make Sorry. us all look. Let me reel it. Let me reel it back in. Sorry, my bad. Okay, so let set the scene. Who went to see the Barbie movie? Who did you go with? I saw it. Patrick saw it. Anita saw it. And Brent saw it. Here's what I want to bring up. Before we start this movie... Uh, here's what I want to bring up. Uh, Hiddish, you, you have a question. Do you guys sit in the center or ah, off center? This is exactly what <laughs> this is exactly what I'm going to ask. Okay, let's okay. think about this, Hiddish. Let's think about this from an engineering standpoint. In one row, <laughs> how many people can sit in that center seat? Two. One. One two person base, can sit in the center of anyone. Yeah. Two. Well, two people can sit on either side of. The projection beam, which we'll we'll call the center, we'll call the center. If right. It's, if it's an odd number of seats, there's one, and if there's an even number of seats, there's zero in the center. <laughs> hey, I love that. Okay. Wow. So hey, look at that. <laughs> wow. You asked from a perspective. I kept John's all. Wow, that's heavy. <laughs> that is heavy. It's like wow. Ask an engineer. <laughs> it is zero. <laughs> so if there's an even number of seats, Patrick's. Patrick's perfect seat is so, unobtainable. At, at most. Unobtainium. <laughs> hey, if you can achieve the mental state of perfect seat, that's on you. But bro. here's the thing. Here's <laughs> the Anderson th would be displeased. Yeah. Here's the thing. Okay, so it, oh, I will give it two. I'll say one or two, right? But his, according to Hiddish, the law of Hiddish <laughs> and his, his engineering, <laughs> one person, one person can have that seat. How many people went to the movies? Four. Four people. So that means how many people got screwed because one person needed to have that seat? Uh, how many is that, Hiddish, according to your calculations? <laughs> Maybe they were sitting on each other's laps. Yeah. Maybe unless like, you're sitting, a date? unless <laughs> you're sitting one in front of the other, like toboggan style, bobsled, <laughs> Matterhorn bobsled style. Bobsled right? style. Yeah, you get the seats, <laughs> you know, in one line back to front or front to back, right? So, Patrick, how did it feel to be in that center seat? Are you asking me about the seat or are you asking me about the movie? I'm asking you how it felt to be in that seat. How did it feel for you as the white man to be in that center seat? How did that feel? Yeah, this question is loaded from about five different angles. Jesus. Let me continue. Let me extrapolate on your question. As the white man who was not actually sitting in center center. I knew you were going to do it. I knew you were going to do it. Don't wait for the translation. Answer me now. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. So, so I understand what you're trying to insinuate, however. I would just like to say that everyone was happy with their seat. 
the yeah. one. Uh, oh. Listen, Anita, <laughs> don't let him off the hook. Anita was one person who was not happy with their seat. I was. Anita, Anita cut through all the bullshit. You know, we were all so, very happy. You know what I can all say? Happy. Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to give Patrick shit because it. it was such a big thing last week, but it was good. Everybody was close to the center because it was ah! the front where they, all the kids sit, and we did not sit in the front where all the kids sat. There you we go. Sat, we sat higher than that. I do love that. That's the go-to thing. We just shove the kids in the front now, just like fuck them, mm-hmm. put them because they don't care. Yeah, Jesus, they don't are you care. kidding? Me? Yeah, they, just they don't care. They'd rather have. A place to play during the movie. Anyways. I think I saw <laughs> ET. I think I saw ET like front row. I'm pretty sure I saw ET front row. And uh, yeah. listen, I'm okay. I made it. I'm okay. But did you guys get center or close to center? Yeah, how close to, to center did you get? And how many? How long did you have to wait to see that? Because we were talking about it Wednesday. When did you guys go see it? Well, I couldn't find anything for Thursday, so we watched it on Friday. Uh, oddly enough, you found it on Friday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we I had to like change the theater around because I couldn't get it in Dolby Atmos like I wanted to. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. What did you do? I had to watch it on a regular screen. Oh my god! Like a peasant. <laughs> <laughs> so Atmos would have been like their spraying perfume, or <laughs> it didn't even shake. Wow! Atmos has the, uh... the. Oh, go ahead, Brent. Who, who's talking? I was, I was saying you guys are only addressing the video portion. You know, there's also the audio portion. Sitting off center, did your balls get tickled, Patrick? No, they did not. Like you expected them to. They did not. And you know what? That's a sacrifice I was willing to make. (laughs) And I do mean sacrifice. (laughs) So, Jake, why did you not go? What happened, Jake? (laughs) So, here's the thing. Um, uh, We were able to originally watch it on Thursday, which was the day that I could go see it. But I work on the weekends. Well, so first of all, decided to go Monday. on Friday. First of all, uh, everybody's working for the weekend, so just know that hey. you're not alone. Secondly, no, that's, night- that's what the man tells you. Okay, you make the weekend mm-hmm. whatever fucking day you want. Okay, uh-huh. fuck you this Friday, right. Saturday, Sunday shit. You don't come in here with your man of the people bullshit when you don't want to sit to the side of the movie theater. You want to be in the center like an emperor, so you take your man of the people bullshit <laughs> and you jam no, it, no, or you'd be sitting in the back like the rest of us. You'd be sitting in the back like the rest of us. However, I don't want to hear your blue collar working man bullshit. Okay, you know wow. what? You just sound just, Mario just, you just sound Mario's right off the rails. He's right off the rails. Okay, Mario. I'm just messing about it. I'm just messing with you. For sure, the podcast where you mute. This is like this is like Nicholson and a few good men where you just uh oh we lost him. But what I was gonna say, it's not like the anti Rosa Parks telling him to get to the back. <laughs> you sit it back with the rest of us. <laughs> the anti Rosa Parks. Um, Mario's like, what I was going to say before I melted down was. <laughs> no, what I was going to say was, Justine, good job juking out uh, Jake. You guys, you guys cut some dead weight. <laughs> you, made, you made sacrifices. You made sacrifices to have me not go. Yeah, you so guys were like in a... Get to see that much, you guys so. were in a hot air balloon that was about to crash. Who really to, one guy had to go over the side and Justine's like, I got this. <laughs> this is for the greater good. Yeah, poor Jake. Good. I'll figure it out. Poor Jake. Uh, Jake, you should have just called up. You should just called uh, work and said, "I can't come in today. I got to catch the Barbie movie." 
Uh, Patrick, who's your favorite you guys Ken? Should make it up to Jake. Uh, <laughs> who's my favorite Ken? Yeah, who's your favorite Ken? Uh, I thought uh, Michael Sarah's Alan did a great job. Mm. Yes. Oh, nice. All right. He kind of stole the show in some scenes, but um, as much as I was worried about it, Ryan Gosling was fantastic as well. Like uh, him and Simu together on screen were just uh, stunning. It was now great. they have, and now they have beef. So that's that's weird. <laughs> yeah, it's a little. That's, it was, a, uh, that's a bummer. Like real life beef. Yeah, you, there was a weird moment where he was. They were doing a. A red carpet somewhere. Oh, and the hug or whatever. He hugged. He, uh, uh, I can't remember the actor's name from from Shang Shang Chi. Um, Simu. I can't remember his last name. Simu. Liu. Yeah. Thank you. Liu. He hung. He he like grabs uh, Ryan Gosling around the waist or like the lower back or something. And Ryan Gosling said something like, "Hey, how would you like it if I touched you there, or something?" And then, whoa. Yeah. I mean, no. you know, I wouldn't say no. Ooh. <laughs> Wait, saying that two Canadians are fighting? Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like the most. You know what it was are you sure they didn't cut off all the sorries that they were saying? Sorry, about? sorry. Oh, sorry. 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 <laughs> uh, Anita, did what did you I, think of the Barbie movie? I enjoyed it. I was going in thinking it would just be okay, but I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would. Were you ready? Did you come out of there ready to just burn down the patriarchy? (laughs) Um, No, just because that's the same thing we've heard over and over again, but it was a really good message. It was a little like heavy handed at the end. I was like, okay, I get it. Like, Sometimes being a woman sucks, right. but like it was still a really good message overall. I enjoyed it. Brent, how did you feel? Uh, I actually ended up liking it way more than I expected to. I ended up giving it four stars on Letterboxd or eight out of ten on the hustle scale. Dang, it was it, it made me laugh more than I expected to. I found myself <laughs> laughing out loud a lot. Most of the time, it was at Ryan Gosling. To me, Ryan Gosling stole that whole motherfucking movie. Yeah, he was really good. Yeah, and um, I was laughing though. You were talking about the seats and the kids and everything. Half of the movie, half the time I was watching the movie, half the time I was watching these little dudes up front, and they were going back and forth, like throwing popcorn shit at each other. And one dude stood up and just dumped his whole thing of Pepsi or something <laughs> next to him. And I thought they was about to start fighting. I thought it was gonna be you know, a movie and a show down there. But they ended up not fighting though. Wait, where it did just reminded you... me again why I don't sit down there? Where did you see the movie? <laughs> What what city were we in? I don't know what theater that. At Brea. Brea. Oh Brea. yeah, you're not gonna see any fights in Brea. Maybe a slap fight. Uh, Maybe a slap fight. I, the audience was so weird. I've never. We also we've never been in a movie where people talked so much through. They talked the through trailer. all the trailers. Oh, yeah, I was like, it was time. like full blown conversations through the trailers. Oh. Like it, it wasn't even like the movie. Had, it was like people were talking. You know, how people talked to like Maria Menudos and like newbie. Oh, like yeah, yeah. No, they talked through the whole thing. It was very odd. And then they waited. Did they the... stop? Did they finally stop when the movie started? They did. Yeah. yeah. Did they? The boy, that's. I would have just left. Did know? they it's wait like, for they the movie the to start before they open their snacks? Because I want to <laughs> fucking mm. kill people that do that. You've been sitting through twenty mm. minutes of previews. Now you're going to open your sour patch, kids. You. <laughs> human... They want to save it for the movie, Mario. Wanna that's keep fine. Them fresh, Pre-open them. Open them when there's previews going. They ain't on. fresh if they pre-open, Mario. <laughs> <laughs> bring, 
Bring a box cutter. <laughs> <laughs> the clock starts ticking the second you open up that bag. Okay. That- you want to stay immediately. Every <laughs> for as long as humanly possible. <laughs> I got you news open- for you. Sour Patch Kids have a shelf life <laughs> about a millennium. You, you open them at the start of the you open up at the start of the previews so you don't make noise. Then twenty minutes later, you broke your fucking tooth because the Sour Patch Kid is all hard. <laughs> I love it. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I, w- I really do want to see the Barbie movie. And what's weird is Nicole had no... Me too. She had no uh, interest in seeing the movie <laughs> until I showed her the preview. And then she was like, oh, maybe I will see this. And then, I, you know, it's directed by Greta Gerwig, who did the last Little Women um, uh, remake, which makes my wife cry. Like, ugly cry. Oh. So. Yeah, Greta's great. Uh, I, I hear she's going to do a Narnia series on uh, Netflix next. She wants to try mm-hmm. to tackle... Uh, Chronicles of Narnia. So we'll see how that goes. Since they never I heard that there's gonna be a Polly Pocket movie. Oh my god, I can't wait. Universe. What about Strawberry Shortcake? I think, um, huh? Everything Mattel owns is gonna be a movie. I think they're doing a Hot Wheel movie, they're doing Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Well, they're also everything Mattel owns. open their amusement park. It's being built right now in Arizona. A Mattel amusement park? A Hot Wheels yeah. a Hot Wheels park. And they have a Barbie beach house. Why would you build Gee, Arizona? Why, why would you build that in Arizona? I Holy cow! Because the word they they need in California. They're all gonna melt. You do a Barbie land in, <laughs> in Phoenix. You can't touch anything. Like you can't be interactive. You like right. Don't touch anything. Hot. Don't get on the rides. <laughs> You'll burn yourself. Don't touch anything. It's like it's like a kid going to a park, right? You go down that slide and it's just burning. Oh, the oh, metal, metal slide. slide. Oh, we all survived it. Put some sand on it. You'll be fine. That's right. That's why it's at the bottom. <laughs> Scoop some sand on there. You'll be good. You'll be good. Uh, <laughs> hey, by the way, speaking of amusement parks, did Great America close? Is that still a thing or is it gone? It's closing. Oh, when does it close? Who cares? Get up Damn. there. Get, <laughs> get, on some, hey, get on some rides, bro. Okay, shit. <laughs> I, I, I've, I've been living here, I've been living here right now, now for like 14 years. I've never been. You better get up there. I went, mm. I went once when I was still living in L.A. and I was up here visiting and it was a horrible park. Mm. It's no Magic Mountain, huh? Magic Mountain at least tries to give you thrills, and Disneyland gives you an experience. What does Knott's give you? I don't know. Diarrhea. They give you boysenberry pie. (laughs) That's exactly correct. (laughs) Boysenberry ice cream and boysenberry pie. Well, or or as John would say, a chicken that plays the piano. That's right. (laughs) Great America has cobwebs. Um, mm. You know, peeling paint off of you know wood railings, so you get a splinter just oh, walking my. up like stairs. <laughs> so no maintenance and upkeep. Like, oh, yeah, no wow. maintenance, no upkeep, no mm. enthusiasm. I mean, I don't expect people to be super happy, but even the ride operators are just like, you know, crap no safety their, features. Their this sounds like yeah. Mike. This sounds like a place where we could all work and really thrive. <laughs> They sound like carnies. It sounds like uh, pikes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Long Be- the Long Beach Pike. They were actual carnies. These guys were yeah. like, you know, these guys like World War II veterans running the machines. You know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's one thing like to be him. indifferent, but this was even lower than that. Mm. What were you gonna just say, Justine? Dang. It's like that LA restaurant that they have right now, where everyone's rude, but you're going there to be. 
Oh, like, like Ed DeBevix used to be. Ed DeBevix used to be that way. And yeah, there's another. Video. Yeah. Uh, what's the worst amusement park you've ever been to, Justine? Hmm. Uh, maybe Raging Waters when I was older. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Going back as an adult, I was like, what the fuck is this? So, Hittish, you'd say Great America? Easily. Jake? Um, I don't think I've really been to like a, like a, like a really, like a really, like run down amusement park. At least not that I could think of. Consider yourself lucky. Yeah. <laughs> No one needs I to guess I right. guess not so if I had to pick one. Whoa, 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 I owe you the biggest apology for yelling at you earlier. All right. I I apologize. (laughs) It's just kind of my life. Jake is obviously an elitist scumbag. Mm -hmm. All right. Yep. Maybe this has given Patrick uh, some incentive to go to nuts. (laughs) Patrick, have you been to Great America? Nope. And you live pretty close. Haven't been to Great America. Haven't been to nuts. You've never been to nuts? Nope. Mm. We talk about this. When are we all going hey, we to gotta, nuts? Has Brent been to nuts? We need to see. Brent, have you been to nuts? Before I've been buying nuts. <laughs> I got two words for you. I got two words for you, Brent. Brah, brah. That's all I got for you. Nuts, man. It's like <laughs> you're gonna see some gang violence when you're there. Not as much as Magic oh Mountain. God. It's not. Not it's as not much as Magic bad. Mountain. It's not. And you know they don't let the kids go like after, like by themselves anymore. They have to be accompanied by an adult. Yeah, uh, it's not. Yeah. And they're also patting them down for guns too. <laughs> <laughs> You're giving me shit for giving knots a little, like for me saying it's, knots. Is it's okay when I do it. I see. Uh, hey, it's the hey, it's uh-huh. the old west. There's bound to be some guns, you know. Uh. <laughs> No, you're right. You're right, Jake. It is kind of uh, knots is fun. It's it's it is a step above like f- rides at the fair. Uh, yeah, they, there is a, an attempt at theming. The old west part is cool, but it's not. Yeah, it's, Ghost Town is cool. I'm happy just walking through Ghost Town. You know, <laughs> it's no Disney. What do you mean? It's all Joe. It's all Joe Cool, right? It's all Snoopy <laughs> stuff. Well, yeah, it's all can't. You're right. All the merchandising is Snoopy and. Camp yeah, Snoopy. it's all Camp Snoopy stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Brent, you've gone to like Kings Island and, and stuff in Ohio. All, oh, yeah. All man, the we stuff, used to go to Kings Island every summer. All the stuff we ever only see on the Brady Bunch. Uh, <laughs> how was that? That's right, the Brady Bunch. <laughs> Remember, weirdly, they went to Kings Island? Like, you'd think they'd go to Disneyland because they're, uh. in, they're in L.A. But Yeah, no. that is kind of odd, yeah. Um, and what, what do you got like walking around there? Do they have like a Yogi Bear walking around Kings Island? They used to, back when I was a kid, it was Paramount's Kings Island, so everything had like the Paramount branding, Nickelodeon area. They had, okay. I'm still to this, I didn't get to do it. They had a James Bond license to thrill ride. I never got yeah. to get on that. No there was kidding. Like a Top Gun ride, a drop zone, the Wesley Snipes movie ride. Yes. <laughs> a Passenger wow. 57 wow, ride. It's all, par- <laughs> it's, it's all, wait, it's all Paramount stuff. How cool is that? <laughs> yeah, it was, it's not. No more. So everything. It's the same rides that just like unbranded them because there was like an Italian job ride where you get inside like a Mini Cooper car and it drives you around. There's like explosions and shit going on. I used to love it. There's actually a picture. <laughs> I, my mom has it of me and my brother Cameron on that ride. 
and the ride actually kind of malfunctioned a little bit while we was on it. So you see me and Cameron picture looking scared as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I need to find, I need to copy of that picture. I want a Paramount ride. It would be all Mission Impossible rides now. We're going to stick you to the right. side of the building. We're going to. I think there may have been one. At you're going to do a barrel roll in this helicopter. You're going to run with your back straight. Yeah, run as That's fast right. as you can with your back straight, or you'll get. <laughs> That's a, a Tom <laughs> it's in oh, that was another one. I can't think. Of. There was a Tomb Raider ride to the Angelina Jolie movie. I forgot about that. One. Yeah. There we go. With an animatronic Angelina Jolie. Right. <laughs> Uh, that would man, be less scary than the real thing. <laughs> <laughs> more, more lifelike than the real thing, right? <laughs> the facial contortions are a little more lifelike. <laughs> listen, listen, we don't, we don't, uh, we don't bash Angelina Jolie on the show, mostly because she's powerful okay. and can probably find us. So, okay. I assume she has powers. Who was, uh, was Maleficent? Who was Maleficent? Angelina Jolie. There, that's Angelina what I'm talking Jolie. about. Yeah, that's who I'm thinking of. There you go. Mm, those cheekbones. She's Maleficent. Mm-hmm. I love it. She could knock you out with her cheekbones. Seconds. So right. uh, uh, back to the Barbie movie, Justine. Uh, was it everything you... What was the most surprising thing for you about it? Uh, they kind of tricked me in the beginning. In the trailer, I already had an idea what it was about, and then they tricked me for like a second. But um, <laughs> I was good back in it. I thought it was good. Um, I think after getting reviews and everyone said it was for women, right? So you already knew that was going to happen. They just did it in a really good, smart way, I think. Because you do end up getting mad at Ryan Gosling. And <laughs> uh, but, um, I don't know. You have to see it, and then we can talk about it. All right. I'm, gonna, I'm definitely going to see it. Uh, Anita, what surprised you? Oh, go ahead, Brent. I was going to say, it's funny as hell. I haven't watched it, but I just saw the titles of them and I was laughing. There's a guy named Ben Shapiro that did two separate YouTube videos where he quote unquote destroys the Barbie movie for three hours, I think. He talks about the movie. He complains about it longer than the actual movie. It's funny as hell. Oh, yeah. Brent Uh, Shapiro's great. One of our favorite white right wing guys. Uh, (laughs) Anything pro anything. Uh, aside from Trump, uh, really sets him off. So it's great. He just goes on these rants, <laughs> and it's, it, it always it's funny because and the left wing media does this too. But they'll be like, so and so absolutely destroys in all caps yeah. the Barbie movie for yeah. It's like yeah, he's just yelling, wipes the floor. And no, with, he thinks he, I. I think in his mind, he thinks he's like William F. Buckley. He thinks he's like an intellectual. <laughs> and everyone else is all, man, you're like be rubble. It's like, <laughs> it's like, are you kidding me? There's no brain power. You just think you sound like William F. Buckley right. in your own head. You know? <laughs> right. Uh, <sighs> I, uh, but uh, yeah, he's, I, I gotta, I gotta see that. Um, I had, a, I heard a couple uh, over, over, they were discussing how they had to go home and to catch up on Joe Rogan. And uh, wow. I just decided balance out their day. I just decided not to make any conversation with them. I was like, okay, and now I know. You're like walking away slowly. We have nothing. We don't have don't make don't make eye contact. Just walk away slowly. What's funny is I'll talk to people and I'll say, you know, the, someone will mention that I have a podcast, and they'll, they'll invariably say, "Oh yeah, like I listen to Joe Rogan." And to me, that's mm. almost like it's not even like we're in the same. We do. It's not even like we do the same thing. <laughs> 
It's uh, you know, I'm just getting together with my friends and we're fooling around and goofing around and I'm not trying to I'm not trying to bring down the government or tell people to take horse tranquilizer, you know, or drink bleach or do some, you know, uh, or you know, tell people the earth is flat or argue why it, why why isn't the earth flat? Uh, it just seems like it's a different universe. Do you ever get that feeling, Brent? Like you're doing the same thing as Joe Rogan? Mm. No, right? Like it does not even the no, same. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. Or Ben Shapiro or something like that. Like it's yeah, we're just no. We're it's n- like you're breathing. Oh, you're breathing just like Mussolini. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're doing that. Yeah, sure. Yeah. We're not really the same person, but uh. <laughs> Anita, what was the most surprising thing to to you about the Barbie movie? I heard a lot of people say they were surprised at certain things, so that's why I'm asking this question. Um, I don't know. I think I just I didn't expect it to be as comedic as it was and i like that it just leaned into the absolute ridiculousness of barbie being real and how the concept of barbie in the real world is not realistic like it's i think i like that they just leaned fully into that and it just made it it just made it all really funny it was enjoyable i'm honestly it had a deeper message but i think people are treating it like there are things that we didn't already know (laughs) it's like these are things that we've been talking about forever and you want to attack this one movie about addressing the things that (laughs) right yeah are common knowledge but some people don't want to accept right don't need to be that deep yeah (laughs) (laughs) it was was really well put together and i just i enjoyed it uh i i what would you say it is no, I'm just saying it's hard for me to understand why there's so much outrage over a movie. Yeah. You have a general idea as to what it's about. So why are you outraged when it is what you think it may be? I mean, no one goes in and says, I saw Saving Private Ryan and the gun violence really bothered me. <laughs> it's like you knew what you were going into. Right. Yeah. Well, because it's an excuse about it. Because it's an excuse to pop off. They're just looking for any excuse to pop off about anything. And also because that gets I, that gets clicks and likes and, and that kind of just yeah. general, you know, they're not looking at it from an intellectually honest, you know, standpoint. They just want they want they want to be mad about it so they can get likes, you know? What were we gonna say, Justine? Yeah. I'm sorry, I cut you off there. I mean, I wanna know what little girls think that went to go see it, you know? Because they were probably expecting a Completely different movie, yeah. Right, like mm. one of their little, like one of the little DVDs they get, the little Barbie DVD. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like bad animated movies on Netflix or something. Right, Barbie um, goes yeah. to the mall, or yeah. <laughs> like I'm wondering, I want to know what they think. Yeah, um, that would be interesting too. Uh, what is? Yeah, your- I definitely wouldn't take anyone under the age of. 13 to see it it's nothing that's not at all what <laughs> it's well, not it is PG-13, right? right yeah like right. it was yeah. it's yeah. completely appropriate rating but i think what what your point is is that people may feel catfished because if barbie goes to the think mall. if it's a barbie movie yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I see, you see yeah. that in movies all the time. You see people. You see people bring uh, kids into rated R movies all the time. You know, because they just don't care. They they don't want to get a babysitter. I've I've seen that too. Right. Or take them to see some row. something like. Yeah. You know, you take them to go see Saw Five or something. I, I've you know, <laughs> it's just like they don't want to get a babysitter. They don't care. You well, know? you know, not to be a gatekeeper, but like in the last, you know. 
you know, 20 years with all the event movies that have come out, you know, all the Marvels, all the Batmans, everything that comes, that come, that, that come, you know, there are people that have aged themselves into a place where the people, the, you know, they maybe started watching the Avengers or the cartoon show. And by the time, you know, Black Panther rolls around or, uh, the, the, you know, Captain America Winter Soldier rolls around. Hey, I've got a family now and a kid. And it's like, they don't want to give that up. It's like, I, I got to see this because I've seen all five other movies and I know I have a toddler now or an infant now, but I've got to see it. And it's like, sorry, yeah, you're probably right. Sorry, bro. Sorry, that. bro. Get, <laughs> it happens to us all. Stay yeah. home until you can watch it without interrupting the rest of us. I have, uh, this is me being elitist. Stay home <laughs> with your baby. If the baby's in a carrier, there's no reason to bring it to the movie theater. I don't care. Sorry. Sorry. You don't get to see the movie. You because watch it. It's, it's you watch so it on video. I'm paying twenty you know, bucks. The only time I saw, you know, because it's you know, it's just going to annoy the rest of the audience. You know, it's like that one kid is going to ruin the movie for the rest of the audience. You know, mm-hmm. I'm completely selfish about it. I'm not even worried about it warping the kid. I don't want that kid making noise all the way through the movie. You know, it's like well, it's just like those people who bring their honorary kids to restaurants and stuff. No, they don't. They don't care. They're just gonna pretend they don't exist so they can have that little bit, that little bit of relaxation mm. and quiet. I was really expecting you guys mm. to jump on me for saying that. <laughs> you guys all no. agree. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was kind of true. <laughs> I, I would say this: if you go Saturday morning or Sunday morning to a movie, you have to expect kids and rowdiness mm. for sure. But Friday yeah. night, Saturday night, zip it, man. I love it. You guys are all elitist yeah. scum. I love I'm trying this. to watch a movie now. The last time I saw a sign on the box office window that said, we are checking IDs for an R movie was Deadpool because they were like, you know what? We're going to get kids. This is really not for kids. And we're going to get kids thinking this is part of the, the Marvel universe. And that's the last time I saw people actually checking IDs. I love it. Uh, Deadpool three. When does that come out? <laughs> No, it's not finished, no. so I think they have to wait for the strike to be over. Never. Uh, let's yeah. rank uh, that Barbie movie. Uh, Anita, what do you, Anita, what do you give it? An eight. Brent, what'd you give it? I gave it an eight, too. Patrick, what'd you give it? Uh, a nine. Justine? Uh, I also give it a nine. Nice. <laughs> nice. Okay. This is so, high praise. I love it. But no yeah, t- it was... <laughs> It was really funny. It's definitely in the running for my movie of the year so far. Nice. Uh, the actors were amazing. Everybody does a great job. It's got something for everybody. The musical numbers are wonderful, and the fight <laughs> oh scenes are fucking crazy. Uh, somebody told me that <laughs> it was... Scenes? Somebody told yes. <laughs> Somebody told me that it was like a fever dream. Somebody's like, it's oh, just like I it. <laughs> not expecting anything. I, I was just going to hang out with everybody and I came out of there loving that movie. It was so good. Mm-hmm. That's great. Also, I also couldn't imagine anyone else playing Barbie other than Mar- I feel like that oh, was yeah, literally just, like, created for her. You know, like, it was going to be Amy Schumer at first. You hear that? I don't. Yeah, I yeah, can't. I no. Like, <laughs> just no. Like, uh... <laughs> What's that girl's name? January Jones. She could have been Barbie. Uh yeah, but she yeah, has, she looks she looks she like Barbie. She looks like it, but I don't think she has like the comedic chops to pull it off. Oh either. no, it wouldn't yeah. be the same. But yeah. she could definitely look like her. I feel like Margot Robbie is slowly becoming like a uh uh you know, she gets put in a lot of you know, she Wolf of Wall Street. She's been in a lot of dramatic stuff, but 
she can really mm-hmm. do comedy stuff. You know, she did great. Mm-hmm. She she's a great Harley Quinn. No matter what you think of those movies, she's great as Harley. Quinn. She is the reason to go. The, she's so good in those movies. It's kind of it's almost worth going to see them. You know. Yeah, right, right. Well, yeah. and she's a producer on this one too, so she made this ah, one happen. Okay. Uh, she approached Greta to become the director for it. Is that right? Well, that's yeah. smart. That's really smart. Trying to get it to happen for so long. Uh, what's funny mm. is before she was ever, before she, I don't know if she had worked with Ryan Gosling before, but when Ryan Gosling was doing the press tour for Blade Runner with Harrison Ford, they were on a panel on, I think it's the Graham Norton show, the British talk show. Mm-hmm. With, yeah. uh, I think Reese Witherspoon yeah. is on the same panel, but Margot Robbie mm-hmm. actually uh, tattoos someone from the audience because yeah. she, she has a tattoo gun and she gives people she, did like she a, gives people tattoos wherever she face, goes. Right or something? Yeah, she's like a smiley face. <laughs> uh, but Ryan Gosling and Harrison Ford are very funny in that interview. But yeah, um, but yeah, she was on that panel. So they maybe that I don't know maybe that's I've I've liked Ryan Gosling. I, you know what movie changed my mind about him was um, uh, the Nice Guys. Young Hercules. No, the Nice uh, Guys. Yeah, uh, the Nice Great guy. movie. He was so great good. Movie. At, he was so good at being an idiot in that movie that that really. <laughs> That really turned me around on him, and I was really like, I kind of just thought of him as like a, like you know, just another pretty face, and then that really turned me around. Where I was like, man, this guy's really doing some interesting stuff. So ever since then, Mine that was the one with Russell Crowe, right? Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. I like him in Blue Valentine. I've never seen that. But that's depressing. Yeah, if you want to, he's cry. a. Di- I believe he's a producer on that or a director. But. He was good in the Blade Runner sequel too, you know, yeah. very good. Right, and you know that 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 could have gone south in so many ways, and he really pulled it off, right. you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's no Anna Darmus, but he's all right, you know. That Ryan Gosling, <laughs> hey, he's a little bit of a weirdo, but he's good. He's a, he, what'd you weirdo, oddball. Uh, what'd you say, Patrick? He's no what? I said he's a little bit of a weirdo, but he's a good actor. That's fine. I'm I'm okay. If you ever saw Drive, he was really channeling his inner weirdo for Drive. That was really one of the strangest movies. I mean, just watch him in any interview, and he's fucking just weird as hell. Mm. Like Crispin Glover, weird. Like he can fight and he's strong. No, nobody's Crispin Glover weird. No, (laughs) that's a high bar. Yeah. Uh, Before we get, I don't think anyone's ever cleared that. (laughs) Maybe watching Phoenix. Yeah, maybe. Before we uh, before we move on to uh, the movie this week, uh, we lost Pee Wee Herman. We lost Pee Wee Herman this week, and uh, mm-hmm. we just watched him as the spleen. Um, did you everyone here grow up watching Pee Wee's Playhouse? Because I was older already. Or did you guys miss? Mm-hmm. Were you guys too young for that? Is that what happened? You guys were too young for that. I watched it. I, I watched that. I was obsessed with the movie. With a it's pe- like a lot of my like my home videos of me when I was little. I just sound so weird because I'm copying. I'm copying Pee Wee Herman's voice. Mm. <laughs> I'm doing like I'm doing his laugh, and I'm doing a lot of not, and like I'm just like so stupid. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to use the phone. Just said so you're doing that the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> and like it took me like. I used to watch those videos, and I'm like, why am I like that? And then I, like, in middle school, I ended up watching the Pee Wee Herman movie, and I was like, oh, my God, like, yeah, this is, this is me in a nutshell. This is who I want to be. <laughs> That's funny. This is who I freaking be. weird. What a weirdo. Uh, I worked at a video store in high school, and we watched that movie 
endlessly when it came on video when it when it came out. We would watch that movie all the time. It was uh, it was constantly on there. It's great because uh, every line is quotable. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't tell you how many times I've told somebody I'm a loner, a rebel. You don't want to get mixed up with a guy like me, or just you know, dumb. You know, yeah. what do you remember? I remember the Alamo. You know, and um, <laughs> tell them Large Marge sent you. Uh, any of those, all the Large Marge. Yeah. Go ahead and scream your head up. And that what a great launching point for for <laughs> Tim Burton. You know, for him to that was a great uh, the best. That was a great combination of two sensibilities. Like that really was a good crossroad. They kind of intersected. I don't think that would have been the same movie if it hadn't been Tim Burton. You know? Right. <laughs> well, they tried to sequel. Yeah, both- exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. Big, big top Pee Wee. I don't know who directed that, but yeah, it wasn't the same. It wasn't good. Yeah. Shout out to Pee Wee Herman, though. Good, uh, good egg. Uh, it was nice to see how uh, well loved he was. Right, all these stories coming out about how he would call people on their birthdays, or mm-hmm. right. met fans and brought them over to his, like you know, his, I think his mom's house, <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and things like that. I thought that's very heartwarming. Right, I sent you that thing from Dana Gould saying that when his kids went to see the show, he heard he was in the audience, and they, he had the puppeteer stay inside. Uh, the chair, cherry, so that the so that the the chair would hug him when they sat in it, you know, and because he knew the kids were coming, and like he was just a very uh, very generous person off stage. So, and also one of the only guys to like bounce back from a scandal, and kind of just oh yeah, kind of just be unscathed, even though that shouldn't have been. I mean, that shows have to happened, show yeah. you can masturbate in a movie theater and come back from it. Well, it was, but it was. It wasn't, that's the lesson you. Is that the lesson you got from it? <laughs> oh, yeah, there you go. Patrick's like, I think yes. the wrong lesson. <laughs> Listen, if if, if you were going to do it in, in in a type of movie theater, he was in the right type of movie theater to yeah, do yeah, that. Yeah, he was in a good he, spot. Yeah, to do he, it. that sounds like entrapment. I don't know what a couple of cops are doing, just <laughs> waiting for Pee Wee Herman to whip it out. You know, it's right. just weird. Pee Wee Herman. Why like is he going in? an adult movie right <laughs> is, is he gonna well i remember somebody at the time said are you telling me he doesn't have like a 50 inch screen with the remote and why does he have to go to an adult okay. movie theater i don't know it's the thrill of getting caught maybe i don't know yeah, it's like a it's like a winona Ryder or a, or a george michael <laughs> jorge miguel yeah, people have problems. Just being famous doesn't mean you don't have problems. And the thing is, it did take a while for him to bounce back. It, it's like he made a great comeback, but it took about 10 years but for him also, to make that comeback. Com- compared mm-hmm. to some of the scandals we've had since. Jesus, what, dropping the bucket. Right. You know? was, was, was bothering no one but himself. You know, did not involve anyone else in his, in his thing, you know? So it was like, eh. I can picture people reading that and going is that all right, <laughs> that's like, it? right. are you kidding me that's like that's like Jesus. now we had that's a like, president that it was like on the way to the phone you know right jesus that's now that's like you know robert mitchum getting busted for pot you're like what he went to jail for that? i know you're like yeah. i know you're like how did you're like what year was that how did that happen you know? he sent gene krupa away for six months for possession what is what what <laughs> He had a joint. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Now that's, you know, it's the same thing. It's, Boy, different time. Whole yeah. different time. Right. Yep. Uh, let's get to this week's movie, which is uh, The Iron Giant. And uh, Patrick, why don't you take that away? 
Alrighty, Iron Giant released on July 31st, 1999. Got an 8.1 on IMDb and 96% on Rotten Tomatoes. Directed by mm. uh, Brad Bird. Uh, with a whopping budget of $70 million. Gross worldwide what? Hiddish, you want to take a guess? Um, I don't remember this movie when it came out. I've heard about it since, so I would say if it was seventy million when it came out, it probably broke even. <clears throat> At best. Uh Justine. Maybe like fifty. Yeah, you think it lost money? John? Yeah, this wasn't a hit. Um I'll say maybe it broke even. Uh Brent, do you know already? I know it didn't make money. I don't know the exact number. I know it lost, though. But mm. I was, I was going to probably say 52. Uh, Anita. I'll just go 51. <laughs> Damn. Damn. <laughs> Jake. I'll say 40. I'm going to say 35. Uh, all of you went over. million dollars. This was did not gain its popularity until it hit VHS. What a drag! Hiddish, I am surprised you don't remember because your cousin was singing this movie's praises when that (laughs) when it came out. Uh, I remember your cousin is also the one that got us to go see Shawshank Redemption in the theater when it was when nobody went to see it. We we saw it because of your cousin. I remember that. In a shoebox of a theater, by the way. Like we yeah. were up at, a shoebox of a theater. We were up at, I think we went People to... People in the industry, they know. Yeah, we right. went to... Yeah, it's true. Yeah, uh, now 10 this, seats, right? <laughs> now this movie has... Uh, now this movie has kind of gained a, a, a beloved status. Um, mm-hmm. Probably, It's like a classic now. <laughs> yeah, probably one of the best regarded non-Disney animated movies, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And uh, for me, it's a really... Uh, uh, it really shows you that you can use animation to make a mature story that you don't need to be that kids aren't, uh, I think Brent, you said in your review, uh, you know, it, it kind of treats kids with respect that kids yeah. can handle certain situations. They can handle things like death and that, you know, you can, you can kind of present these ideas to them and they'll, they'll be okay. Um, mm-hmm. I read that in your review. I thought that was really poignant. Cause I feel like that's the, there are some mature themes in the movie, and you get some mature jokes, like uh, him, the squir- he wh- whipping the squirrel out of his pants, and uh, <laughs> the laxative in the in the diner or the laxative with the the federal agent and all that stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Had anyone have it, had everyone seen this before? Yeah, mm-hmm. Anita, yeah. you had not seen this before. Mm-mm. Where do you fall on animated movies? Never are seen you, anything. Are you Just good? Are you good? Are you? Ba- How do you feel about animated movies? Do you like? Do you? Is it a struggle? Oh, I like animated movies. Okay, so it's not a like a chore for you to sit down and watch them. Mm-mm. So Anita was the only never seen. Everybody else had seen it. Yeah, you guys had seen this relatively yeah, young. I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna guess Patrick's gonna give this very high r- ranks because of the <laughs> the art style. I'm gonna guess Patrick cried. Uh oh, <laughs> Patrick, did you cry? Always. He's very in tune with his emotions. He is. always. This movie always makes me cry. <laughs> uh, Can't help it. But still, no hugs from him. That's interesting. Yeah, I. It's it's an emotional connection, not a physical connection for me. Yeah, you plebeian. 
What are you? Jesus. <laughs> not all about touch, okay, Jake? Yeah. Right? It's not it's not a tangible reaction. You it's know, more sometimes like an internal reaction. <laughs> yeah, he's not he's beyond touching, okay? He, I was hugged too much as a child. He descended beyond now touching. it's just yeah. it's rude. You were hugged too much as a child? Can that too happen? Much. Definitely too much. Yes, it absolutely can happen. Flashback flashback Patrick's mom's carrying him yeah. to yep. baby Bjorn when he's twelve. Just yep. oh man, are you okay? It was all downhill. Uh, you know, I, I I struggle, but you know, we'll make it through. <laughs> you need what you need is a, what you need is a massage. That's, that's need, heavy. You need Jake to just oil you up and massage you and get all no. those feelings out. No, that's the please, last thing please, you need. Yeah, please don't touch me. <laughs> please, just, just some baby oil. Touch <laughs> me. Just a little bit. What if? What about John? John's a hugger. Why don't you don't want to hug John? You don't want to get in there on I'm some. I'm good. I'm not a hugger like that. John? Just to like Mario does and go, don't touch me. Yeah. <laughs> Mario, he always makes the same joke. It'd be like a birthday party. I'll be hugging him. He's all, that's great. Don't hug me. Don't touch me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, well, Patrick, that you know, we'll get into that one day. Being hugged too much, but but this movie opens those emotional floodgates for you though. And, Always. Al- and allows you have to have those feelings. What is it about the movie that makes you emotional? What is it about their relationship? Um, What's the fact that the kid is the adult in this relationship, not the giant monstrosity, and he has to be able to deal with a lot of really complex things, including uh, making choices that aren't always easy. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Plus, I love the Iron Giant. His innocence is so pure. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, people forget, I think, that Vin Diesel was the voice. Of yeah. The Iron yeah, it's it's his prototype for Groot. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't think he, he hadn't done much when this came out. I can't think of what he had done before this. Um, Saving I guess he had done Ryan. something. Saving oh, there Ryan. you go. Yeah. There you go. And yeah. Street Sharks commercials. <laughs> Which what? What were they? Street Sharks oh, street commercials. Sharks, yeah. You ever seen ah, them? Ah. Oh, I'm about to send them to the group chat. You got to see. There you that. go. Send him. <laughs> he's the he's the perfect guy to do the voice. You know, uh, not gun. Yeah. Somehow he does imbue. You know, as much as I make fun of the Fast and the Furious movies, when he's doing his voice acting, even though he's very limited, you know, when he does his Groot's and all that, uh, he does convey a certain amount of emotion. And in this one, he does it. You know, to a T. He does. You know, he mm. gives the giant a lovable quality. He really does. Um, and not easy to do. You can imagine how you could fumble that. You've really got to be voice acting. You know, it's <laughs> some people say that's the most pure acting. It's entirely through your voice, you know, every nuance. So, you know, it's, it looks like it's easy, something like that. But yeah, like we always say when he's doing Groot, to be able to bring all those sort of like little subtleties to the same phrase. You know? Right, right. Uh, Patrick, but you're also an art student, a student of art, mm-hmm. a lover yeah, of art. Yeah, the animation style is beautiful. It's different mm-hmm. from typical like Disney stuff, so that was always a nice, refreshing uh, thing. And it's just it's it's the era of like late '90s animation, like this Treasure Planet, uh, Titan AE, mm-hmm. uh, all of those kind of fall in the same style and genre. That I really, really enjoy. I think what sets us apart from those other ones, this one, the color palette, and the fact that they mm-hmm. use kind of muted colors and soft focus on a lot of stuff. Yeah, 
uh, really gives it uh, a, a realistic kind of like almost like Bambi, like like going back to like nineteen mm-hmm. forties Bambi when there was like a like forties Disney when there was a a real emphasis on making things look more real. Even though they're living in a cartoon world and some of the stuff is cartoonish, a lot of the stuff in the background, the backgrounds, the trees uh, have like a certain color palette. The way they're shot seems uh, very. When he's walking through that when he's walking through the trees and you see the fall colors. That really felt like good old Disney, where they're like really going for something artistic, right? Yeah, and you can uh, see where the money like went in this movie. And also, yeah. they evoked the period it, like, very well. They they evoked the period very well by uh, like using. They don't overplay the '50s angle, like we're hey, we're just going to play rock around the clock, and we're going to play you know <laughs> Johnny Be Good, and we're going to play you know what I mean? They, they you know they they use it was perfect, yeah. <laughs> Brad nice Bird, touches. Bad, Brad Bird did a really good job restraining that, restraining that idea of doing, you know, of really. And also what you're getting is a lot of like jazz stuff because of the beatnik character. You're getting stuff like Ray Charles. You're right. getting stuff that's not just the, it's not just rock and roll. It's not just the greasy kid stuff, you know. Right. Not it's, just um, rock It's kind of right. like, yeah, kind of like, like I, but I love that they do a rocket in my pocket. That's just perfect to stick that in there. But it's not, it's not Elvis. It's not Chuck Berry. Right. It's a little off the beaten track. But kind of like Pleasantville, they kind of just go, oh yeah, there, you know, there's jazz happening too at this time. Right. You know? Sure. Sure. Uh, so hit us now. Seeing it again, I don't know when the last time you watched this. I know you watched it with the kids at least once or twice. How was it watching? It, how was it revisiting it now? Now, um, as a 50-year-old it man. I, <laughs> I didn't notice anything new and different. Um, but I will I will echo what was being said earlier about the animation. What I noticed is like it wasn't like the typical 2D animation, left, right, up, down. It was into the camera and out of the camera. Oh, yeah. And you could see where that made it. To me, it made, it made a huge difference. And I realized how much better the animation is compared to like the Hanna-Barbera stuff. Sure. Right. So I saw that. I thought it was very well storyboarded, right? The colors, the way the mood of the movie went as you went from scene to scene. That was great. Um, I also noticed a lot of solid movie. I always notice, speaking of the animation, a lot of the use of light, like light shining into your eyes, how they animated that. Um, like a lot of, you're looking at a lot of POV from from uh, from Hogarth's point of view. You're looking at a lot of POV stuff. Um, and just, you know, it is, you're right, there is a certain mood and a certain tone. And I think the lighting has a lot to do with that too. You know, it feels very fall, dark, early, you know, that kind of stuff, the way, you know, then the winter comes in at the end. The way that was all shot was really, really well, really well mm-hmm. animated. That, that's the attention to detail that um, I didn't realize was there in movies until I saw a story, a movie storyboarded. And yeah. just looking at it as you go from scene to scene, how the colors change and how they're supposed to affect your mood, things like that. And I totally felt it when I was watching this movie. Though. Yeah, and you can tell they spent a lot of time storyboarding this movie to really break down the shots they wanted to achieve during the animation versus, you know, kind of just letting it go freeform. And it was it's kind of nice in the beginning to see that Warner logo uh, mm-hmm. when you think of all the stuff they've done in the past, then to see it and you're like, oh, wow, yeah. This is something that and, could rival and, Disney. And Brad Bird said they did that on purpose. They said they they said let's go back to that old logo to kind of evoke that feeling, you know. Right. 
Uh, anyone who's watched the Batman animated series knows what uh, what Warner uh, is capable of, as far as mm-hmm. what they were able to do, you know, in a more modern sense. So, uh, I think this is just a this is the next the next step up from that, you know. And, and too bad it wasn't a a bigger hit because who knows what they could have done, you know. Uh, they could have kept him. He, he goes to Dis- he goes to Pixar, you know, and does stuff. And you know, if they had just gotten behind him, they could have. They could have had a whole thing hey, going, but, he, but hey, but he without, still gave us one of the best hit. Tom Cruise running scenes in uh, Mission <laughs> Impossible Four. So uh, you know, so don't uh, don't knock it. Everything happens. Oh, he directed Ghost Protocol. Yeah, he was. He was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is still considered he the best. He started doing one. live action stuff. Yeah, that's still considered the best one of the series. So is that right? Yeah, it's not though. But which one do you think it is? <laughs> which one do you think it is? Huh? Which one do you think? I it love is? Rogue Nation is my favorite. Rogue Nation is good too. Rogue that is a good one. Yeah. A, Rogue Nation's good too. Um Justine is off camera for a second, so we'll we'll get back to her. Hi, Justine. Would you like to tell us your feelings, your thoughts on the Iron Giant? Uh Iron Giant is a good film. Um I really liked it as a kid. I feel like now rewatching it, it's okay. It's just mm. okay. There's still parts that kind of felt a little too kiddish for me. Uh, I don't know. Why are you getting mad? Okay, it's great. I love this film. <laughs> no, we want to hear what you really. No, we really have, we want to hear what you really want to think. I just I just want to make sure we're getting. Well, not what your face says. Well, my face says a lot. <laughs> mostly, it mostly says I'm hungry. <laughs> How you doing? All right. Anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry, Justine. Didn't mean to interrupt. No, but I do like it. I think um, it is more adult for a kid. Oh, hold on. Did the dog bite you for your bad movie opinion? <laughs> scratched up on she my I heard that. Are you okay? Whoa. Patrick, leave her alone. Let her do uh, the review. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. There's a time and place for everything. Yeah, Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to keep my hands um, off. I apologize. You don't like to be touched. Yeah. I think when I watched this as a, kid, as a kid, I was like, oh, my God, they kill the main character. Normally, they just kill side characters off, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I was just, like, yeah. at the end of the, like, a yeah, like, during the film, I remember being like, why would they kill a main character? Like, what happens now? Like, I guess we don't get a second one. and But there was never a second movie to this, so. Thanks. But as a kid, what'd you think? What'd you think when all the parts started coming together? That last shot where he's putting oh. himself back together. Oh, yeah, no, you used to love that makes, as a kid. Yeah, no, the, for sure this movie makes me cry. But I feel like the last time I watched it, maybe I just wasn't in the same headspace, and I was just just watching it. I don't know. You're an adult now. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen well, the Barbie movie well. now. You've I'm changed. An, it's changed. I'm an adult now. Yeah, now I'm an adult woman. Yeah, you you learned that. That's W O M A N. I'm just Walt. thinking, like, where are all the women? <laughs> right, right. Well, Jennifer Aniston played a played a kind of a progressive character. She drove a truck, and she was yeah. a single mom, and you know, she had to kind of, you know, she was working to keep her son. Uh, that's that's pretty progressive for the for the fifties, you know. Mm-hmm. She wasn't just a housewife, or you know. Yeah. Yeah. She made some questionable decisions. Though. Oh yes, Robert. Look, was, look, yeah. Look. yeah, let it, let let my son hang out with a strange man I've never met before. It's cool. Alone. It was the fifth. Yeah. 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 He works, but, he, but he works for the government. He works you for know? the government. Why wouldn't you trust him? 
does you know who you know who would call if something happened? And we know we know from his we know from his political view he was conservative. So you know why wouldn't you trust a <laughs> why wouldn't you trust a conservative? And what was this? Was this supposed to be like fifty seven? Is that what yeah, they said? Fifty seven. Fifty seven. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, yeah, near Maine. Yeah, small town. Fifty seven. It's um yeah, and you've got you've got the resident beatnik. You've got the uh, the token beatnik. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and Terry Connick Jr., who also does a great job with his voice. Also, great voice, great, great voice. Also yeah, does a great. Uh... Oh, I can't wait to talk about that. Yeah, hey, sport, how you doing, sport? How you doing, champ? <laughs> All right, we're gonna talk about that. Hey, right chief. Now. Well, let's jump over to Brent. Brent. Anita, let's go with Anita first. Oh, ladies first. Anita, yeah, Anita, go first. I Anita, you've never yourself. seen this, so what did you think? I really liked it. It was uh, very enjoyable. It was the right length. You know how I feel about movie lengths. Yes. Um, and um, I thought the how do you say his name again? Hogarth. Hogarth. Hogarth Hughes. Yeah, he was like I think Patrick said that it was like his theme and his story arc was very adult. He was the most compassionate out of everyone, which I feel like, you know, usually it should be adults teaching kids how to be compassionate, but he was teaching so many others, which I thought was really sweet. And, you know, to not judge a book by its content. And that whole moral of the story was really good. Um, I'm happy I didn't look at the actors, the voice actors until after <laughs> because Harry Connick Jr. and Jennifer Aniston are very overrated actors to me. So I was like, oh, that didn't, it didn't take my judgment, but they did do a really good job. I don't think of Harry Connick Jr. as an actor. I think of him as a singer. So I, 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 I watch him in a lot of rom-coms, which they try to place him as the lead romantic. Right, right, right. Which I think is a mistake. Yeah, it's a huge mistake. Yeah, yeah. There was a solid like <laughs> ten years. He was. My wife will disagree only. with you. My wife will disagree with you. She's a fan of Harry Connick Jr. But um, I like him. Per- I think he's personally. I think he's like he doesn't bother me. Like I think he's he's like he's seems he seems likable enough. I think he's a good musician. Um, but you know, there was a whole there was a whole like we they used to do that with Sinatra, right? They just stick him they thought they they thought of him as like the next Sinatra. Although we did watch Memphis Bell. He was in Memphis Bell. And they kind of wedged a song. They shoehorned a song in there for him, if you remember. Uh oh you yeah. that was before yeah. you joined us, uh uh Anita. That was before you joined us. But yeah. That was back in the eighties. Yeah. But um mm-hmm. in the timeline, not the podcast. Uh but um <laughs> Yeah, he doesn't bother me. Uh, so you feel like see, I used to, there was a time where I used to think Jennifer Anderson was overrated. Stop putting her in movies. Let her be on TV. That she's fine on TV. There was a there used to be a time in Hollywood where TV actors were TV actors and movie actors were movie actors, and she definitely fits in a TV actor bill. You can thank Aladdin for I'm that. I'm still I'm still lingering there. I haven't been over to the other side, but. Um, but they did it. I enjoyed it. It was I actually really enjoyed Harry Connick Jr.'s character. I thought his relationship with Hogarth was very sweet, and he, like when he like stuck up for him at the end, and you know, like letting him like no, no, he's like he's doing the right thing. Like everyone needs to stop and listen to this kid because he's right. He's on the right track here. Um, right. Uh, he has a, his yeah. character has a great line where he says, "If we don't stick up for the weirdos, uh, who's he's like, he's like? What did he say? He's like, if we don't stick up for the weirdos, who will? You know? He's mm-hmm. like, I didn't see an alien, but you got to stick up for the, you know. 
Uh, yeah, great line. I thought that was a great line. I don't know if he yeah. says weirdos. I forgot what he says. Kooks. The kooks. The kooks. Yeah, yeah. We don't stick up for the kooks who will. Uh, I thought that was a great line. Because um, you, you do need that uh, perspective. Just not uh, just don't form a whole uh, conspiracy about it and then uh, make a movie about mm. it. Uh, and then, uh, <laughs> if you know what I mean. It's funny when kooks used to be a kooks used to be a pretty harmless word. Now it's like it's taken on sort of like a uh, dangerous tone. Oh, yeah, look at kooks those kooks. Be... Look at those kooks on the White House lawn on January sixth. Uh, like he's a harmless. <laughs> yeah, it used to be like you'd say he's a harmless kook. Now the kooks have have taken over. Right. You know, they're marching on Washington. Yeah. Right. Can uh, I give my score? Because I have to take a call. Yes, go. Um, I give it an eight. Oh, nice. <laughs> Bye, Anita. Brent, <laughs> give us your uh, yes to, to walk us through it. What'd you think? Uh, this is my first time seeing it since I actually saw it in the theater back in 1999. Well, you saw it in the theater. I How did, old were I, you? I was uh, not, I was eight when this came. Wow. Because it was funny. I wrote in my review uh, that I grew up never really liking Disney movies, but non-Disney animated movies, I saw a lot of those in the theater. Like shit that people don't even remember, like Cats Don't Dance. Does anybody remember that? <laughs> <laughs> hey, love that movie. <laughs> I did too as a kid. Nobody ever remembers it. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, I did see this in the theater, and I remember back then I liked it. I never liked it enough to buy it or own it or watch it since, but I did remember liking it, though. So when I came back to it this time, I wondered if, it, you know, the opinion would change. And it really didn't. I still like it about the same as I did before. Like I said, the story has, like, that annoying, like, sweetness that could, like, make me not like a movie, but it never gets too sweet. It's not diabetic <laughs> out here. Right. Like just, <laughs> just, just when it might it gets it, it walks that line for me real because that's one of the reasons I can't get into Disney movies they're too sappy and sentimental it's just like bleh I don't want that get the fuck away from me with this shit right this one walks that line perfectly for me and as Anita said it does something that movies nowadays seemingly don't know how to do anymore it tells a story in a fleet little runtime. we don't need to be two and a half hours for your fucking story right the in and out no, no filler no bloat none of that and I right. love that about it because if you take the credits out of it, I think it's just an hour and 20 minutes. But it feels like a complete story. It didn't need anything else. Right. And one of the things I do, I mean, I hate that it didn't make money because it should have made this money and more. But I kind of, in a way, am happy that it didn't. Because if they made a sequel to this, it would have probably just fucked up the whole story for me. Like, it ended <laughs> oh, yeah. perfectly. Like, just let it be. We don't need another one. Right. There's no Iron Giant 2. Right. Even though as a kid, I remember... Because as a kid, you know, the nihilistic, angry, anarchist type kid that I was back then. I was like, when they showed him coming back together, then I was like, oh, fuck that. He died. <laughs> <laughs> Took the whole, you know, whatever. But watching it now, it's like, it kind of, you know, if this ad came out nowadays, that definitely would have probably been like a post-credits thing, right? They right. just waited mm-hmm. after the credits to show that little scene or something. But I did like it because... Yeah. Like, I didn't feel as angry toward this time. I actually kind of liked it because it's like, all right, yeah, you know, he's coming back together. It's all good. End it. We done here. We don't need no more than that. Right. I did like that it ended there. Right. But yeah, I just, I love, like you was talking about, I love the animation and everything. I love that it, like, it, it treats kids, like I said, with respect. It doesn't be like, oh, look, this is like, no, people die, bro. And you got to have to deal with this shit a little bit. Right. And it oh, shows you shit. It blows up way. everywhere. It's great. Yeah. You know, the, I love the army going to kill us. <laughs> oh, yeah. When the Iron Giant like like was original programming, and he starts like shooting up everything. It was crazy. Oh, so cool! Did you notice, John, <laughs> that one of the the like his head? He becomes like the uh, the little things coming out of his head look like the things from War of the Worlds, like the yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah he had the same light color yeah. too on his chest plate, right? From the tripods, yeah, right. 
Um, Jake, you, when was the last time you saw this movie? Uh, a few, uh, maybe it was a few years ago, but I used to watch this movie all the time. What was it's it like? Just, it's, hmm? What was it like revisiting? I, uh, I love this film from the art style is absolutely gorgeous. It's not like, it doesn't have like these bright pops of color. It's like nice and muted, but yeah, it gives like that old Disney sort of feel without it being a Disney film. Right. Um, the story, yeah, the story's really has a great heart without it being yeah too like sh- yeah too sappy or kind of mm-hmm. like shoving like the message down your throat it's hogarth Hughes is such a really dynamic and interesting kid having to grow up you know grow up fast because he doesn't really have like a father figure in the movie so he's kind of playing that sort of voice of reason for for the giant really just really great and uh directed by brad bird and brad bird's really good at kind of giving these giving these kids movies like very mature themes because yeah uh, kids are a lot smarter than people give them credit right for. He, he, he goes on to do things. he goes on to do the incredibles which is arguably one of the most uh, domestic <laughs> of all the kids movies right he really breaks the, the incredible is really about like a midlife crisis and a marriage and keeping a family together and and uh you know and you know the dissatisfaction of you know of uh you know that you might have at middle age and things like that and uh yeah it's you know but he does it in a mature way while still kind of appealing to little kids you know mm-hmm. yeah so which is probably why it doesn't make it feel as sappy because he makes these he makes he makes them feel these stories feel more real. Right. Right. He makes the characters feel real. Where there's not like this hyper exaggerated caricature of these types of characters. These characters have real feelings and they Yeah, feel just the government guys kind of a caricature. in their actions. The government guy's a little bit of a caricature caricature, but you need that because he's the mm-hmm. bad guy ostensibly, you know. Yeah. You kind of need that. Uh, Brent, what were you going to say about Harry Connick Jr.? You uh, you said you wanted to talk about Harry Connick Jr. Oh, yeah. Well, she she said it mainly, but it was just during the movie. I burst out laughing because uh, she was watch- she was looking up something while watching the movie, and then she I just heard her go, Harry Connick Jr., ugh. And I just fucking died. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. <laughs> I didn't uh, know she hated him like that. Yeah, I even I, thought I, honestly, when I think of him, all I think of is Mystery Science Theater because there's that episode of Teenagers from Outer Space. Oh, that's right. Keep making that, reference to him being Harry. So, oh, you're Harry Connick. <laughs> that's all I think of every time. And yeah, that guy does look yeah, like. Yeah, but a, in that time, they're mm-hmm. throwing, they're like throwing him in all these rom coms, like she said, and you're supposed to believe it, and you're like, why? Why would we like this guy? Because he's a jazz they musician. Just throw it in there, and you're like, I can't. He it can, just never was believable. He can play the it piano feels right with him. It feels right with like they really, They really wanted me to like him, and it just never happened. So they oversold it. They wanted me like a romantic hero or something, I guess. Right. I don't, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I think, I think he does a wonderful job. You know, it's funny. I think everyone's forgotten this. There was a movie way back when he played a serial killer. I think Copy it was called Cat. Copycat. With uh, Sigourney Weaver. Oh, yeah. Really really uh just and looked really disgusting too like missing some teeth and real greasy and he played uh, i think it was like sigourney weaver i think might have been the uh yeah that's sigourney exactly yeah, yeah and he was uh it was kind of like silence of the lambs like maybe a year or two after silence of the lambs and i thought okay this is interesting he was like 
give me something that's not the romantic lead. <laughs> Make me a serial killer, you know? Right. That was kind of a leap, you know? Yeah, he was good in that, too. People kind of the forgot about I that movie. was from Independence Day. That's all I really knew him from. Oh, I, I forgot he was forgot even he in, was in that. In that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, because I've seen that once, and that once was enough, you know? <laughs> so, I hated that movie. He was like, yeah. <laughs> I hate it. All right, well, before we I go know. on to the hate of... Uh, the hatred of uh, Independence Day. Let's rank the Iron Giant. Uh, Hittish, what do you give well, the Iron Giant? Oh, what were we going to say, John? Oh, I was just going to tell you when I saw it and what I thought of oh it. Oh, my God, John, yeah, we skipped you. <laughs> we skipped you, man. You know why? Because we, we got into that conversation early on. Uh, uh, we, we started talking about it early on, back and forth. I am so sorry, John. I no, that's okay. All I was going to say is uh, when it came out, we knew it wasn't going to be a hit. I think we caught it at the Chinese because the word was already that it was just going to kind of come out and then get buried. I've complained about this a million times. Warner Brothers, they, they said, we got enough money to get behind one movie this summer. We're going to put all our money behind Wild Wild West <laughs> with uh, Kevin Klein and Will Smith. Oh, my God. And so they didn't put up many. They didn't put up a lot of posters for Iron Giant, and the ones they did, it was all the same artwork. It was a great poster. I even had it on my wall at home. It was a really beautiful poster, but it was the only, there was no variation. They could have done so many things. It's such a cool-looking robot, and they just, you know, they just didn't, they didn't go with it, you know? Uh-oh. Who is that? And I'm going to walk into the next room. So the, the thing was, they were already, like, they just weren't selling it, but they did do the toys, you know? There was, a, I don't know who put them out. But somebody did try like a line of toys, and uh, it was just such a cool design for a robot because it looked like a '50s robot. You know, it didn't look like an anime robot or something from the '80s. It looked like a classic '50s sci-fi robot. You right, know, right? So, Sacco. Justine, exactly. <laughs> Justine, go ahead. Um, did you ever see Castle in the Sky by Hayao Miyazaki? I did, and I loved it. That robot looks exactly the same as that one. Pretty close. Yeah. You know, it's the head kind of looks like the Tin Man. You know, it's got a classic. Mm -hmm. There's even a Bugs Bunny cartoon where uh, it's like a mad scientist building a robot. And that's kind of what the head looks like. Oh, yeah. He's got got the the jaw. jaw. Yeah. I remember that one. And it kind of, you know, he's got like light bulbs rise or something. And I thought this is a classic retro 50s looking robot. And uh, anyway, we we caught it the first day because we just knew it was just going to get buried. So we just thought, let's catch it before it's gone. People were already predicting this thing will just come and go. And so we thought, let's catch it the first week. Let's go out to the Chinese and get, you know, at the time, that was probably the biggest screen. You know, it wasn't playing the Cinerama Dome, but we thought, let's at least catch it at the Chinese. And uh, loved it so much. I went inside like the next week. I went to see it one more time. And I just thought, yeah, this is exactly what I want from a giant robot movie. (laughs) Right. Uh, you know, Transformers was, I was, just was after, you know, I was not a kid during the Transformers, uh, time. My time was Gigantor. When I was a little kid, the big robot show on TV was Gigantor. So I liked the big clunky looking retro robots. But the thing that hit me at the time was you're not expecting how heavy it's going to get when he's explaining to the robot, what a soul is, what happens when you die. (laughs) You're just like, wow, this has got some, this has got some great things going on. This is not just a goofy uh, you know, sci-fi comedy. This has got some nice moments and that whole thing where they're just sitting there and he's explaining that when you die, that's, you know, there's a part of you that goes on. You're like, gee, you don't usually get that in an animated film, you know? That oh. part that part choked me up because uh, I, I had like, there's like a strong sense that 
the mom probably talked to him about that regarding the dad. Maybe at least that's kind of how I. Sure. Yeah. 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 I think he even says, you know, my mom says there's a part of you that keeps going on. And I thought this, they handled that beautifully. It wasn't heavy handed. It was very subtle. He's trying to get this idea across to this robot. And I just thought, boy, that's really, that's trying for something a little more than just your average you know, summer movie. So it's, it's too bad. It didn't do better. Maybe even with Warner brothers, full advertising might behind it. Maybe it never would have found its audience, but they didn't give it a chance. They practically, you know, uh, hold it, you know, they, they sent it out there with hardly fanfare. And I just thought if they'd just given it a little more promotion, maybe somebody would have, you know, more people would have found it, but, uh, it, it's true what, you know, it's true that it, at least it did find its audience. It took, it took a while uh, for it to be on video and cable, but it did find its audience. It's now, you know, it's a real favorite. A lot of people cite this as their favorite, one of their favorite animated films. So if you had to rank it, John, what would you rank it? Oh, it's a 10. For me, it's a 10. Absolutely. 10. Nice. Justine? I give it a nine. Nine. Wow. I was expecting Beautiful. less from the way you came at it. It was the old fake like just... it now. Look, I don't know. I just watched it and I just had no feelings, but <laughs> but I know I had feelings before. <laughs> yeah, Brent. I like it. I just don't have to be moved every time. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fine. Brent, what do you give it, sir? Um, I was gonna give it an eight out of ten. Eight, that's that's strong. Um, that's high. Uh, for, a while, for a while, I was I was trying to see what movies in the theater same time as this one i actually finally found it because it came out august 6th in 99 it's at number nine so the top 10 movies right there it said 10 was american pie nine was the iron giant eight was the haunting seven was inspector gadget Six oh my was God. mystery man oh uh, hey there we go five, five was deep blue sea four was the thomas crown affair to remake uh, three was Runaway Bride. Two was the Blair Witch Project, and the number one movie that weekend was The Sixth Sense. Wow! Oh, that was a big movie. That was, and that mm-hmm. flew on. And Iron Giant flew under the radar from all, from some of those. It was number nine. You know, it, it was tough to sell. To sell a non-Disney animated film was always tough. They never knew how to do it. Also, this doesn't have any music. Almost every Disney yeah. animated film has got songs. This, mm-hmm. I, I love that this had no attempt. <laughs> there was no attempt to make this into a musical and uh but they didn't know how to sell it disney knew how to sell their animated films most studios they'd make one and they're like well now how do we sell it we're not disney how do we sell it you know uh, so i'm glad i was i was got more work that's what i was go- i was gonna say um they did a they did a movie warner brothers said that they didn't put a lot of money into this one because previously they had did a movie called quest for camelot that bombed hard as fuck right so they mm. kind of gave up faith in their animation studio so that's one of the reasons why they didn't promote this very well mm. jake what do you give this sucker it's 10 out of 10 it's one of my favorite animated mm. 10 out of 10 patrick oh uh, yeah this is a 10 10 uh-huh. i have a lot of sentimental uh attachment to this as well as i have an iron giant statue Nice. Uh, there you go. I think we have the same one. Yeah, he can probably show you if his camera was on. Hey. 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 Just play cabinet. I can't go get it. <laughs> Why don't you guys make the statues hug? Then you, it's like a hugging by proxy. 
There you go. That's like what a psychologist would do. Mm -hmm. Show me on the puppet. Exposure where you therapy. Wanna... Yeah, yeah. Have something else. I can <laughs> Show me on the doll where you would like a hug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he too. What do you give this one? Wait, you're muted. Hey. Oh, there it is. Sorry, guys. I give it a seven. Give it a seven? That's the lowest wow. score. Wow. Wow. Switch kick in the pants here. That's not bad. I thought you were going to go lower than that. So I can't. Bad. Hey, nice. No, I mean, it was a good movie. Um, good animation. It didn't speak to me the same way it spoke to most other, uh, the rest of this group. So I can't give it more if it doesn't. You, that is spoken like a true engineer. No feelings whatsoever. <laughs> All mathematics. I want results. Give me results. There was no office space. <laughs> hey, there you go. You felt, uh, but you felt office space on a molecular level, though. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna give Iron Giant. This one gets a nine for me. Uh, I don't know why. I can't explain why nine. it's not a ten. Uh, it just somehow. It's, uh, but uh, yeah, it's a nine. But it's a nine. All right, that's nine it. Is a good score. Just, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get out of here real quick. But uh, just a quick programming note: we're gonna be off uh, next week. Uh, mm. and I will be driving back from the desert. So uh, someone's will, taking a road trip and didn't invite us. We, yeah, that's all we, we know. We want to sit. Well, we're gonna try. Hitch is gonna try to find the center seat in every stadium, and we're gonna sit there. One of us is gonna sit there. <laughs> and we're gonna take turns. It's okay. We're we're showing up on the home <laughs> video house next week. Zero we just saw. Hey, let's get it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, Mario. Well, I don't know. I can't think of it because uh, I don't want to think that far ahead, and I didn't want to look. Uh, and I was the rookie with Dennis Quaid. We and just have the top ten, the top ten list uh, from Brent. Yeah, there we go. We're doing the, the, the oh, next one. The next one. Down. Uh, let me see, real Blair quick. Blair Project. Oh yeah. We can do the Sixth Sense and complain about how big of a movie was for how horrible it is now. <laughs> yeah. It only works That's once. A one and it, done. It, it's a good movie, but you can only watch it once. Uh, you know what? Exactly. You don't do any movie. It's you not showing up. See and if you pick it, something from that list. There's two things that are happening right now. It's not showing up, and I really have to pee. So I will let you guys know as soon as I know what it is. But I gotta go. Uh, so for for everybody, for everybody, for all of our friends, for Anita, for Jake, for Justine, for John, for uh, Patrick, and for Hiddish, we say the transmission is now. We'll be back in two weeks. Two weeks, guys. Uh, fight the power. Bye.